This is the G Talk Podcast. The podcast from young adults to young adults. You can find it on gtalkpodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe on the website where you can find it on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean. Alright y'all, welcome to the G Talk Podcast. It's a Sunday fun day. Um, I got Deanna to the right of me. Yeah. Oak Ridge. Wow. Yup, that's me. Also known as Nacho. <laughs> Do you, like, do y'all claim Nacho? Yeah, I, I actually... It, they are different counties but I actually because I'm not trying to give people history a report every time I tell them where I live I tell them I'm from Knox area okay um which which uh, county are you in Anderson Anderson okay no Anderson An- Anderson mm-hmm. alright and you heard a voice that got Veronica back in the building <laughs> oh. and it is just the mic too cause you're gonna be having a like angle to talk in the mic so Anywho, eventually she'll apply effort. Yeah, she'll she'll pot eventually. But um, <laughs> start with news week real quick. Um, so this weekend was Atlantic Greek picnic, and I'm the only Greek in here. But y'all have heard about Atlantic Greek picnic, and you know, for those who haven't experienced it, I mean, the best time to experience is either your neo year or maybe your your sophomore year after you've uh pledged but other than that if you if you wait too long then honestly it's just a waste of time um what atlanta Greek picnic is for the young folks <laughs> it is it is it, it's it's for the young folks um they remind you of how old you are people dap you up, oh hey my name is trishan smith spring 22 you like yo Yikes. like you old like you young as hell so <laughs> I mean, it's cool, but um, I definitely experienced mine. I I did one. uh, I went to AGP 2014, 16, and 17. And that was it. So, hope y'all had fun. And um, I've seen some stuff on Greek shenanigans, but I'm going to get into that. Mm -hmm. Also, I got some new glasses this week. (laughs) Okay, newsworthy. It's been been three years since I've got um, new frames and a prescription, rather. And if you got dental, I mean, um, vision insurance, uh, you should definitely take advantage of it because uh, your 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 vision does change, whether you know it or not. Um, so, <clears throat> I got me some nice frames, and I'm getting some compliments from it. Um, the January sixth trial is being televised now. So, starting uh, matter of fact, Thursday was when they. Uh, started it but basically the january 6th committee is uh laying out the details on the january 6th uh capital assault and they're bringing to light things that we may not have um seen or heard from so it's live testimony as well yes Mm -hmm. so you know with this i mean 
some people have like made up their minds. Some people haven't. But I mean, it, it's very compelling. I must say because I did watch the first. Matter of fact, on Hulu, they are showing it. Um, they're actually breaking down my episode, so they want people to really view in and uh, you know, see this thing. Also, um, it's the CMA uh, awards this 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 weekend in, in Nashville. Nashville is crazy right now. Did is y'all- it the awards or is it just <clears throat> CMA Fest? Or CMA Fest. The awards are Whatever happened. it is. It is CMA Fest. And of course, Nashville is country music city, like capital or whatever. And um, yeah, Nashville is pretty dump right now. Have y'all have y'all gotten to the city this weekend? Mm-hmm. Yup. How was that? How was that experience? I went downtown just to sightsee. Um, and I bet I was, you had a sight to see. I was actually surprised I was able to drive into the chaos as much as I was. Really? Because uh, I watched the news and they, they done closed off like eight roads. But. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was surprised I was able to get as far in than I did. But I, it was, you know, the boots were booting and uh, the <laughs> cow, cowboy hats were there for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. This is the white Atlanta. Yikes. Seriously. Um, in this personal news, I I played a full eighteen yesterday. I played at Two Rivers Park. Uh, I play golf now, and um, it's my first time officially playing a full eighteen holes. Normally, I play nine, and the times that I've played eighteen, I had to either matter of fact, it was for Marcus' wedding. We had to stop early because he had somewhere to go. So, played a full eighteen, and full eighteen holes takes four hours. So, golf is a long, a long game. Um, and also just from the last podcast, um, <laughs> what were y'all thoughts on that? Um, Veronica's here and she's not as lit as she was, but, uh, you know, Veronica was very controversial on this last podcast. So Veronica, having listened to it, what do you, what do you, what do you rate your performance on your last <laughs> podcast? I'm gonna give myself a ten for entertainment. <laughs> it was if it was nothing else, I was entertaining. Um, but I was wild. <laughs> oh my god! Um, so if y'all heard last week, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm back to normal now. I've recovered. What's your what's your what's your alter ego? <laughs> that wasn't Veronica. That was that like, was what? not Veronica. What was that Lynn? Lynn Blakely. <laughs> yes. <Ooh. laughs> It, Were you able to listen to the last pod, Deanna? I did not. Okay. Then what you doing your drive here? Right. To be honest, I got up on totally judging. Gang gang. All right, all right. <laughs> That's love. Fair enough, fair enough. But um definitely listen to it on your way back and um well, I'm sure you'll have some commentary, to say the least. Um but yeah, summertime is here and also Wait, before we move forward, I just want to take back one statement okay. that I made in the last five. Right. Like uh clearly I have no say so in who fucks or does not fuck Garrison. Yikes. <laughs> what did I miss? I'm telling you, it was I, it I just want to take back wild. that whole the that whole that whole statement, but also also want to reiterate the fact that um i really do think that some some females are starbucks females like 
you could probably take one to Starbucks and get the same outcome as taking one to Stony River. So I stand by that statement, but everything yep. after that was wild. So, so Deanna, oh. does it does it does it really like uh, knowing women that you know? Does it take a nice um, steak dinner to get the pussy? Like, Especially like, if they've already decided that they want to have sex with this person. Like, like does it does it really take all that? Because they were shaming me for taking women to Stony River. Shaming? No, we, yeah. Shaming yes. is such a strong y'all adjective. Were, I mean, look, y'all can literally listen back to it. I mean, it, it is recorded, so y'all can give y'all opinion. I'm definitely doing that, but um, also knowing Veronica, I believe... <laughs> the extra was there they was they was literally shaming me for like it was like you you didn't you didn't have to do that to get some pussy i'm like well i'm sorry that i value my pussy um i personally am a little more bougie to say the least because uh my desire is not going to be steak it's going to be the seafood and it's even more pricey <laughs> Mm. So, yeah, wait, but, is that a requirement when know, you've already decided not, that you want to have sex with that person? Yes, it's yeah. not. But if you're gonna set out for a meal for me, just know it's gonna be more pricey than a steak. But would the pricey fish warrant sex? Or if you already said, you know what, I'm about to give it to him. It don't matter. Because honestly, I could take a Starbucks and get you a little. Frappuccino. Starbucks and, ain't cutting it. Uh, for real? I can get myself Starbucks. So I, I can also thinking. roll up and get my own vibrator. Um, oh. So, <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, so um, wow. I'm just saying the meal ain't going to change my mind like you said it's gonna be my mind's already set but which before, was i think yeah but i think you, that was the point i was yeah, trying yeah. to say yeah but the starbucks, starbucks. Hey, starbucks won't be the indicator to be like yeah you're getting some but actually that is a good point to bring up because um just from a woman's perspective does all the shit really even matter some of it does i really feel like like, if she's already decided that you that are someone really that she wants you. to fuck, yeah. then none of it matters. It don't? I don't think so. If she just everything that? everything that you're doing is to not is to make her not change her mind. Not mm. necessarily to convince her to have sex with you. Yeah, so honestly, it's just we so depending on, on the guy you deal with, let's say the guy is uh respectful. Or, you know, maybe maybe he doesn't want to just be so forward and to be like, yo, I'm just trying to fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because honestly, that's a slippery slope because I've heard women say, if that's what you want to do, just, just say that. But I'm just like, hell yeah. Say I'm that. just like, eh. I think you have to gauge that girl. I think you have to gauge that that's, girl. That's literally easier said than done. Because Cause I've been approached that way. And I, it for me, it's like an instant I ain't fucking with you. Exactly. So, it's kind of a way you, you can do it. You know, you can be like, you know what? Let me take it to um, any I'd be Stony River. It could be just somewhere middle of the way, maybe J. Alexander's, whatever. Eh. Middle of the way. Or, hell, Jonathan's Grill. Whatever. And y'all might have that conversation about what y'all interest is. And if, if she wants to have sex, then yeah, okay, maybe... Jonathan's will do it over Jeff Ruby's. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm, I, I definitely agree. Like, if she's already made that decision, yeah. 
which mm-hmm. I kind of feel like there's a way to gauge that before you even take them out. But you know, yeah. Oh, how's that? Because literally, this last person got it before I expected it to. So how do you gauge it? Because sometimes it just kind of happens. Right. So sometimes you just kind of fall into an environment where you're like, ah, okay. The environment. But like, <laughs> the environment. I, I feel yeah, you fall into an environment. The environment. Um. I do feel like typically I know the end goal before I go on a date for me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I definitely have a mind kind of set, but I think I'm different from Veronica. (laughs) Correct. Is the fact that I am more open to amendable, open to the idea of sex being an option because I am. If I'm going out on a date with you, I may or may not. I mean, most likely, I'm attracted to you in that way. Yeah. yeah. This is a perk. We're going places. It's not going to be first date necessarily, but it's definitely going to be like, oh, I am a human too. So, yeah. And, you know, one night stands do do, do exist. That was... was You ever had a one night stand, Leona? I have. So, Uh, well, with the one night stand, did you never talk to him again? Correct. Okay. I got nice. the number, but yeah, yeah, okay, okay. It to be honest, they're they're saved as a contact as a letter. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know their first name. I got you. Um, well, last but not least, the Braves are on an eleven game winning streak. I got my Braves jersey on right now. Got the Braves hat. We are, I think, five games behind the Mets. So, but. Also, with this pod, we're going to take a break in between because we are going to grill Veronica mar- marinated some chicken. Shout out to um, Veronica. She marinated some chicken and also she makes some macaroni or is making macaroni because I don't think it's in the oven yet. Nah, I'm not putting it into the oven until we cook in the chicken. So, wow. um, I want to starve. This is why so I won't yeah. have another drink. I haven't eaten all day. I will not have another drink until. So yeah, um, I will continue drinking through. So yeah, we are we we are potting and grilling and um, it's a double it's a double header. You yeah, got totally so judging Angie talk. This is the first of many this summer because I'm definitely going to utilize the pool and the grills, and I'm single, so turn up. Now he ready to mingle. That was his warning, y'all. Also, I want to reiterate the um, how being single with no kids is lit. Hell oh, yeah. skipping all over the place today. Like, we did talk about it briefly, but yeah, like being single with no kids, because I actually had, my, had, had a conversation with my friend Candace this morning about dating people with children. I said, why would you conform to chaos? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Think about it. Oh are gosh. you? Oh wait, I, time a, out. Are we calling living with children chaos? Living with children? Yeah. Are you calling that chaos? What do you mean? I just want, yes. That's I, I, I wasn't what, gonna yes. say this phrase anymore, but I just want to be clear. <laughs> living with children. What? What does that mean? You said it. You're, you you said why would you choose to live in chaos? Yeah, and we just want to know what are you calling chaos? Okay, so all right, so for us in a room, we're all people w- w- with no children, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. 
why would you choose to be with someone who has chaos in which they have maybe a child, which is singular, or children, which is plural, when you don't live that lifestyle yourself? Why why would you sub, like literally why would you subject yourself to that chaotic lifestyle when you don't even live it yourself? I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay. So we're gonna start off by disclaiming the fact that I don't think having a child or children equates to chaos. Alright, well, pause. Pause. Cause see, y'all are women and y'all deal with men. And more times than not, men don't have full custody. That's true. Especially in Tennessee. So with that being said, a man can navigate having a child and it not really affect his day to day versus a woman. Because if you put yourself in my shoes or white boy sandals that I'm wearing, um, if we deal with a woman, oftentimes a woman has full custody. Right? Which is the opposite of a man, right? We can't get over the white boy sandals I, comment. I'm sorry. I mean, look, look, look at them. Oh, look at them. Look at them. Are those Sperry sandals? No, these are Tommy Hilfiger. But um, he don't fuck with y'all. But off. That's t- that actually turned out to be a lie. He did not say that. Mm. That's yeah, a myth. I do. I, I do remember that whole. I feel like, like I told you that already. Yeah. It was I do. I do. Oprah. I do remember that whole. He did like, not say that on Oprah. If you pull the interview up. It's but but anyway, but besides the point, <laughs> with a man dealing with women who typically have cut full custody over their children, right, right, right. I think you're painting a narrative that uh, women women that are single mothers cannot have their shit together and have their life organized. I did not say that. You said you just chaos. Called it chaos. What does it mean when you have full custody? It means that you are the primary caretaker of the child or children. And it does not mean that you do not have mean? a support system that is reliable and that if you wanted to or go a on a date, you could. What does that mean for a man who wants to date this woman who is the primary caretaker of the child? What does that mean for him? That they have to be an adult and make plans ahead of time. Ask the right questions. Pause. Wait, wait, hold on. But 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 where 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 do they fit in in their lifestyle? It depends on the woman. You can't be the center of attention, my dude. You just said it by walking into the situation. All right. Well, all right. So I'm glad you said that. So they're not the center of attention, right? Our main. Focus or, on right. priority, so, so, so but basically, basically it, those are, are generalizations. We are, it depends are, on the woman. So, but what I'm saying is, in general, we are going to be secondary to, and I don't know. Okay, like saying the word chaos is kind of controversial. That's not a good word to say. But let's just say, like the woman has priorities. Correct. Before you correct or before so, dating you so before you existed how do you how do you compete with a child you don't 
It's and not. You should not see it as competition. Period. Well, no. Well, but but where do you stand in the order of importance of your child, the child's father, and their family? Put you know their family depend on the relationship, and then you. I think yeah. You come. You come last. Well, it's learning last. how to balance. You it's just come last to, in the list of things that you named. But you, also, you see it as last. But you're that's not necessarily last, her priority. You're gonna come list. last in a new relationship, regardless of if that person has a child or not. You don't know if, what they had going before that. If false. you start dating, you know, that's if you false. start ga- dating a girl tomorrow and she's oh, close to her nieces and nephews, or she has godchildren that she's really close to and involved in their lives her life isn't chaotic but you still gonna come be about after behind the things that were already priorities in her life so question would you be turned off on first date if she had pictures of children in her background but they actually weren't hers so you realize i was actually told i was priority in her life by someone wants to take my godson off my back screen so saying that because i w- did go on a date and topic of oh is that your kid because that wasn't discussed before came up and i was like oh no that's my niece and nephew and of course me being the auntie i am i went into a tangent of oh my nephew is super smart da, 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 like just talking about the kids so do, would you feel like sideways if that came out of the fact that her nurturing side is actually there not per se, but it so having having a niece versus a, a daughter is two different things, first and foremost. And both of y'all know that, so don't look we at me funny. We aren't but disagreeing. But but what I'm saying is actually my whole point is just to kind of gather all y'all's um points and just say that guess what? You don't have to deal with that. If you deal with someone without any children, you know what I mean, like, um, because I get it. You know, sometimes you are you may be active in your niece or nephew uh, life. However, that is not your like. Yeah, well, honestly, you you voluntarily do that. Like, you don't have to be so active in your niece or nephew life. You don't. You don't. And those are. And those are facts, because you are not obligated legally. <laughs> no, but, but, seriously, no. <laughs> but like you are not obligated legally to do that. And you merely do that because you want to. That's why I was saying the nurturing aspect does exist. You can't disregard but, her having those opening but, options to be willing to be going into certain things, like you say, willing to go, walk into chaos. But Deanna... There's different females. If you meet a man today, especially if you really was feeling him, I kind of doubt that you would like put your nieces and nephews before him because they're not yours. However, you won't you want to say completely, you know, forget them. You still support them. However, since they're not directly involved with you, you can you have the liberty and freedom to focus on your new potential mate compared to someone who who has had children with that individual because it's not directly linked to 100 so like i am definitely that unique person where it comes to the fact that like i 
had the nanning lifestyle and I was dating while being like, oh, but that was my every day was children. Yeah. And so sometimes that th- does become my topic of conversation. The reason why I said that in the first place, like, shit, that's my when I was eight eight months in and yeah, I had a dude, dude, like at the same time I was dating, but it was a simple fact that at the same time, like he had to deal with, I have that side of me. So the thing with people with children was men or women it's just too many variables oh hell yeah i mean me with a dog is enough i feel like like me traveling i have to prepare for his situation and if i don't have somebody watching out for that that yeah i couldn't even imagine a kid it's just it's just too many variables the fact that once again and 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 what i said about chaos is which you've now admitted was the wrong word right Mm -hmm. yeah but but truth be told though sometimes it can be chaos though because some 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 situations can be pretty ghetto. I mean, yeah, bad baby mama, bad oh, drama sorry. does exist. But I'm just saying, like, not every situation. That's why she, even Veronica was talking about the stereotype is not your everyday aspect when it comes to just walking into a situation with somebody with a child. Well, all I'm saying is we cannot determine that situation. Being a single person who doesn't really have much going on. Like honestly, we're at the mercy of the other person to hope that their situation is not uh, problematic. Because even if it is or or is not, you have no bearing on that situation. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, it is. You know, hopefully it, it's 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 kosher. But if not, guess what? You got to deal with it. But then, but then that that becomes your choice, whether if you want to deal with it. Because I also have walked away from a situation where yeah. I I realized that that's yeah. not the party I want to be a part of. And you know, people people call it mean sometimes, but I just call it preference. I mean, sometimes they don't have their shit together to be walking into it, let alone like if you do. <laughs> and once again, just just being a man, just from my perspective, just then with a woman who their child is their pride and joy is like okay, all right, well. One, I have to go into it knowing that I'm secondary, because if if, if anything, their you know their child comes first, mm-hmm. you know if anything, especially if they're the primary care uh, giver and also the 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 parent of the child could be petty. Once they find out they're dating, oh, it's 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 my weekend to pick them up, but oh, I found out you dating whoever mm-hmm. you know what s- s- something came up i can't i can't take my kid so guess what you gotta watch him even though you had plans well we had plans so now we gotta pivot and also too as a man or or woman when 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 do we become part of the child's life that should be respected on their as the parent party exactly that shouldn't even be a thought process for the, somebody coming in but the thing about it though it's well, like a it's like a it's like a it's like a inevitable thing because because see 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 the thing about it though it's gonna it's gonna crash courses eventually you can't avoid a woman with a kid child forever like you're gonna have to confront that situation agreed but other way around for us we could like i 
two years in, I could probably never meet this child because those weekends you do have her, I didn't, I wasn't there or well, I wasn't around. But that's because they're like, well, yeah. that's because that's because in general they're not typically the primary care, yeah. especially here in Tennessee. You know, that's not even. So it's 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 actually easier for women to date men with kids versus men dating women with kids. I no, I agree. So that's why right now, me being twenty nine. I just prefer not to deal with women with, with, with kids because I don't want to deal with all the nuance and variables. We do exist. I I do just want to make a, a caveat, like, or not even a caveat. No, I do mean a caveat. There are exceptions to every rule, clearly. Okay, the caveat that I was trying to make was that there are exceptions to the rule. Which which I'm not even I trying want- to do the exception to the rules. And I get that. Maybe I, the I'm thing. Not, I'm I feel not, like that. Maybe the thing is like people all all this. I'm like, Garrison, I'm, I'm not trying to deal with all this shit. No one's trying to force you to date a woman that has children or a child. But go ahead. I'm just saying, my best friend has a child. If her the father of her said child cannot do something, guess what? She calls her village to see if she can adjust her plan. Like you know, like if his father is not going to be in town i will take my godchild gladly mm-hmm. but see, the, i mean he's kind of bad sometimes see, but that's, like, mostly even, the like, thought even, of taking even, him's gladly even that's variable i mean granted she, she's blessed to even have the village yeah but, oh no but, every time i pick him up from like, day, everybody like everybody daycare, everybody doesn't have the village they're impressed at the amount of people on his list of like Pick-ups. adults that can pick up yeah like there's like nine of us but that's definitely like honestly one of those things like I feel that a lot of my friends have is that nurturing aspect where most of my friends, if not are already parents, they are also the element where you could be the babysitter, could be the person to pick up. So that's the reason why like sometimes that demeanor of not dating somebody with a child doesn't come up in the casual conversation because I deal with people who have child who has a child Children. such you're right <laughs> words um especially on a casual basis that i forget that sometimes that i'm the lone soldier the one without the children that this is a thing that yeah we're because, becoming more of the minority yeah because it really is just a it's more of a casual situation where hey can you babysit and most of the time like i'm the one who's reaching out or they're reaching out too because i enjoy children like i'm not going out here and being like oh yeah they'll sit in front of the screen all day no we go to the park we're gonna go do a scavenger hunt we're gonna do some fun things like i love the kids so that's one of those things for me where the village like people have like it's definitely unique in itself but it's gratitude i mean not everybody has it like you said but and and it makes it unique then we're all like I'm, i'm saying this now but of course i do recognize that if I'm still in the same predicament. <laughs> like no children in my latter mid to latter thirties. Oh, like I'm. Oh, I'm definitely gonna walk all this shit back. But, <laughs> but, but stated here. <laughs> but, 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 I'm just saying now while I can because it is a lot of women who are without children. Yeah, we it do, is, we exist. So like it's so the thing about it is it's a lot of women who don't have children and i come from a blended family and me personally i just don't want that mm-hmm. i don't like i want something easy to follow like hey this is your mom and these your brothers like boom but like that's that is what i want and as long as i have the opportunity to 
make that happen. I want it to happen. It's your preference. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's your preference. I'm just asking my preference. that you walk back that yeah. word chaos. <laughs> no, but but no, but seriously though, I mean sometimes it can't be chaos. Because no, sometimes it can be chaotic. There we go. Which is a synonym to chaos. No. This guy. Chaos implies that it is always always. one way well but what's it between chaos and chaotic so a moment uh, yeah so chaos chaotic describes a moment y'all are with this girl power shit y'all agree (laughs) Uh, yes yes no i don't want to come off like we did last week i don't want to be like we're ganging up on garrison yeah because y'all definitely but i just that was because it isn't always okay that's the thing you keep having me on with a fellow scorpio mind, you, mind you so mind you like the word chaotic is like semantics it is so well i'm all i'm asking is that you walk back that word he's not gonna walk back to 35 because the reason why I, I do say that because it, it real deal be single people walking into chaos like, granted, it's a case, case a case by case situation, but if you walk into some bullshit, mm-hmm. that means that woman wasn't but, supposed to be dating, regardless I mean, but, if but, she but, ain't figured that out. I mean, but 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 you know, I'm I'm just speaking like Me like I said, too. this is the podcast. Yeah, you're speaking from your experience. This, I understand that. Well, well, that and also just um, with it being a podcast from young adults, young adults, like we have many up here who have walked into chaos. And that's why I said earlier, you have to ask those right questions, because if you're going to deal with somebody who is a parent, you have to understand how they are parenting, because if you're going to walk in and also be wanting to be in a relationship with this individual, you have to be prepared for everything that comes. Just like I have a dog. You have to be prepared. Eventually, you're going to meet my dog. Like I as a person who's dating somebody, you have to be prepared for those other things that do occur or that I'm going to have to leave to go walk my dog. Like, yeah. But, That's a responsibility um, that two of us on this on this podcast do not have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anywho, right, right what are what are we gonna close this uh, this this uh, situation? Well, I, I I'm, I'm gonna situation. close with if if you're single with no kids, <laughs> you especially if like you're younger, which and younger, what I mean by maybe twenty one to thirty three. I think that's Ooh, a safe I'm still range. Younger. Gang, gang. Um, that's because he's getting older. Everyone. You don't. You don't. You don't. <laughs> whatever. <just> rose. <laughs> whatever. But uh, you don't. You don't have to um, deal with um, people who have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. By no, choice. And, 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 choice. That, and like, will, and like, like that is that, that is my general statement. I mean, I think I think that's a better way to say it. It's just basically uh, if you're basically if like, you're staying with no kids. Then I just feel that you don't necessarily have to deal with the variables of dealing with people with kids and be grateful. And, and and there are people out there who are similar to you to where it can be straightforward. So that's all I'll leave it with. Yeah. I mean, okay, I that's agree. fair. <laughs> I, I agree with your walk away. Um. All right, we're back, and honestly, um, it's crazy because the hundred, the the hundredth episode was a year ago, and for those who were there, I appreciate you being there. And those who aren't, you know, I appreciate you for listening in. And um, Veronica, you was there, so just give us a recap on like 
your thoughts of the hundredth episode. The hundredth episode. Was because actually, wild. we got one hundred fifty coming up soon. So go ahead. That was wild. I loved the fact that I was there. <laughs> I loved the fact that I got to witness the wild takes, <laughs> the the unedited version of it. He edited uh, it? question mark. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He, facts. That started like a whole beef. Noted. Can can we talk about the beef or yeah, well, are we yeah. so far removed from the beef that we? Well, yeah, like hell, it was a year ago, so we can talk about it. Growth. Okay, so um, you recall that? Growth. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the first time. This is the first time I was on G Talk, and it was actually edited in a manner where things were said and they were not posted publicly, um, and. There's an individual who was used to be on the pod very frequently who was unhappy with them being censored. Mm. Edit. Beef. <laughs> I'm just joking when I say the term beef. I ain't got no issue with nobody. Mm. Garrison don't know how to edit. What happened? I mean, I don't know how to edit. Like, I actually had to edit the last episode, too, because there was some shit in there. I was struck. <laughs> what happened? I added to Q. I will be listening. Well, go ahead, continue. Um, but yeah, I loved it. Um, it was very entertaining. So I want to give a shout out to the like the most entertaining parts of that podcast. So I I feel like you know here's Veronica's version of the award. Shout out to Cliff. Without Cliff, you would not have any yelling or people standing up just to make their point. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to Oreo who also went back and forth with Cliff. Shout out to Bakari for coming all the way up from Atlanta. The Bakari uh, might be in for the hundred fifty. Oh, so so me and Bakari rode together. Um after that night was lit i was slapped (laughs) um like it was uh so i ain't gonna lie like i mean i I mentioned before but we rode together but i don't remember driving back and and, uh but he was pulled in i mean back then i like literally backed into my apartment and everything and i knew what i was doing and i woke up at Two o'clock the next day, like two o'clock p.m. And I'm I'm like normally a morning person, but yeah, it was wild. <laughs> I'll never forget. He called me. and said, "Are you okay?" Right. Um. <laughs> but uh. But yeah, shout out to the hundredth. Yeah. And and to cheers to a hundred more. Yep. Cheers. You halfway there. Y'all can't see whoop, it, but whoop. we are cheering. Um, but let's, 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 let's talk about what makes you who you are. Unique, rather. Look at Dion over clearing her throat. Clearing, clearing <laughs> her throat for her topic. Right, so, like, girl, if you don't lean forward to this mic and talk right. about what makes you you. Well, I will start with back to the factors that people think I like white women. <laughs> he said back um, to the fact. So I do like baseball. I love baseball. Um, and you do like beer. I like beer. 
Um, um, and you do speak well, and you've got good penmanship. Don't don't bring his and, speaking and, into his education. Don't I don't I hate that shit. Right, <laughs> exactly. But but also, I just happen to be just so the thing about being in America as a black person, you have to relate to people. So I've interned out of Colorado, and ironically, a lot of white people have been to Colorado. Not I've been I've been snowboarding slash skiing and in a you know Vancouver Canada um, I've pretty much like I can have a conversation with anyone and the other thing about me too is um I like I like certain arts of work when it comes to like TV and movie productions like I'm a Sopranos fan so. I'm like rewatching Sopranos. I'm, I'm like listening to the podcast, and you know, it's just certain things that I have interest in that other people have interest in as well, and it just makes it just makes me very relatable on a global sense. And I'm not, I don't, I don't care what people say about me, which is the big thing because I am who I am regardless because i know a lot of people who like to conform to other crowds and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they're not really who they who they are you know they're they're really battling themselves and no matter what you say about me people gonna say garrison is garrison so like i am who i am and i i stick to my roots i don't really waver from um who i am to be so what makes me unique is that I just stick to my morals and values and and my my interests and I don't care what people think. So what about y'all? <coughs> Deanna has a me. Um so yeah, Deanna is not spelled the same way ever. I will never meet a Deanna with the same spelling, let alone joy. Um, I definitely feel like just my name in itself is unique and a lot of characteristics of me are unique as well. Just the fact that like, I know, like he was saying, like, I know I'm very comfortable in me. I don't have to have validation to somebody to tell me the fact that like, oh, I sound white or I sound black to sound for, for it to be like validated in any sense. Unfortunately, I, I dealt with that a lot growing up. And the reason why like the show blackish became a thing in my head, like I hated the title of it because like at the end of the sh- at the end of it all like they're black and the fact that you're limiting them because they're educated was always one of those things that had hit me like raw in a sense so i definitely feel like unique definitely sits in a different element more than just oh what i look like what i sound like and shit my name is spelled different in itself like i definitely bring different value to certain situations i'm going to talk about the finances i'm going to talk about topics that hit differently to a lot of people and those one one of those things that like i feel like i didn't realize were so far-fetched until i came to tsu there was a lot of things that i felt like were so common for me just in my household that weren't common in so many others that i realized it makes me unique in itself just because like my financial education became from the household and not something that was just educated on a bystander situation so I have learned a lot just realizing the fact that I am unique in itself and even how I date. I have my expectations. I have my list. Really? Roster? That exists too, but... (laughs) 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 But everybody on the roster also is also going by my list and what I expect and how I date type thing. So 
You okay. get your number one on the roster, and you get your number two. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I am definitely unique in itself because I yeah. I love every everything I do. Like the fact that I will go kayaking, paddleboarding. I don't yeah. need somebody by See, my by my side yeah, to do all that also, shit. I'm, I'm like open to just doing shit. Yeah, and sometimes like I realize you know? like there's so many people that are aren't as open to. And in fact, like, I realized, like, oh, like, when I'm like, oh, I went paddleboarding the other day, like, I've never even thought yeah. about, like, it's $25 to rent or something like that. <laughs> like, I've, I've met this, 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 um, one of my customers, they, they work at Kava, which is like a Mediterranean, it's like a bougie Mediterranean spot. It's like, it was like Chipotle that went to Harvard, basically. <laughs> and, um, Excuse me? So, like, she works there, but, like, I, I, I asked her, have you tried this and that? She said, mm-mm, nah. It don't even sound good. Like, what? like I won't even try. I said, "Well, you never know till you try it." And she just wasn't open to trying it. And I said, "Damn." Yeah. No. That right there will will. It's a turnoff. Well, like, well, like, will I hold you back? Yeah, because for me, like, I don't like oysters, but I know I don't like oysters because I've tried multiple times. <laughs> exactly. So, like, you can officially say that you don't like something if you if you tried it. And yeah. Like, you know what? I don't like it. Like I've had well, it char grilled. Well, I've had a different style. Oysters are fire though. To say it. well for me, and it's a to texture. you. To you, it's not. But like, it's I if I wanted them. Jello, I'll make Jello. That's how I felt like going down my throat. I like, <laughs> I like, I like raw oysters. Okay, I like to dress it up with a little horseradish. Yeah, and, and that's lemon. the thing. <laughs> like, yeah, that. <gasps> really? mm. Yeah. All right, Veronica. What 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 makes you unique, Veronica? My name is Veronica. Boo. What does that mean? <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> I was just joking. Um, I think what makes me unique is the combination of how I was raised and what I came out to be. If that's not too convoluted. Slightly vague. In oh, vague. Okay. Um, so... <laughs> Was heavily raised in like a large household with a bunch of adults, I mm-hmm. guess. Like one sibling, one other sibling, a bunch of adults like in my grandmother's home. So I was raised by my mother, but in my grandparents' home, I went to a predominantly white private school majority of my education. Did you enjoy that? I itself? did. I did. So, like, when I transitioned into public school, I still gravitated towards white people. Like, so, like... Did you try that same situation coming into TSU? I couldn't find them. Okay, so... um, Not when I first got there. Not gonna lie, I did the same shit. Um, Growing up in Oak Ridge, um, I was one of 30 in my class of 300 plus, 360 plus, and 360 plus. I definitely felt the same way. Like, I went into TSU thinking I'd have, like, a friend that, like, oh, they can make HBCU. They know they're going to have a black friend. Like, period. <laughs> and then I'll be that black friend for them. And I realized, oh, no, that's not what I came to TSU for. At all. <laughs> and well, it was like a, mm, that's See, that's like, I think that's also a part of, like, what makes me specifically unique mm-hmm. is that, so I went from a very predominantly white environment to a very international based high school Mm. so like i had never met a kurdish person before i went to public school 
Hmm. Um, and also what didn't help is that the black kids didn't like me. Same. Why? I had too many white friends. That was my issue. Um, They perceived me as being uppity. Which I can see. Ooh. Really? I could. Okay. Even in high school? Yeah, like, well, like, in, in high school, I could see it in high school, but, like, now... Well, I mean, this, this transition technically happened my seventh grade year, so middle school. Mm. Um, I was on a bus with a bunch of children that lived in government housing. So, so did you like look down on them? I didn't. She said, they, "I'm not there." They though. thought I did. All I wanted was a seat. <laughs> I gave zero fucks otherwise. Like all I wanted was a seat on the bus. I was the last bus stop before you went to school. Like, Damn. see, see, see. The thing about the, the thing about social economics is that, um, I mean, it's just really with anything. Like, we all live in different worlds. Like, a white person who may have been privileged just literally cannot imagine what we go through, right? right? So, like, it's not like it's a fault to them. It's just literally how they were. Uh, raise so I just say that to say um, you can't control how you were raised and unfortunately with so the thing about black people most of us as a people know someone who had some sort of struggle like we, we like know somebody you know what I mean and I think that's how people think that black people are a uh, what, what do you call it a um, a monolith yes because we all do know people who struggle like we all know someone who struggles regardless mm-hmm. and it sucks because due to racism and redlining and other factors that happen everything well pretty much reason the, the the way that we are now is not by happenstance it's mm-hmm. by design absolutely so we are a persistent people. We 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 persevere, and those who make it through, we try to preserve, and then we also try to educate and teach. But a lot of times, we just think that just because we look like each other, that we're supposed to get like a free pass. But it's not the case. And then whenever we like be hard on them or hold people accountable, it's twice as hard coming from us. Mm-hmm. So, I can see how people would view you a certain way, Veronica. It's not, it's not, it's not your fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not your fault. You know. I mean, even if it was, I don't care. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like my my thing was like, I was very firm in not dumbing myself down just to appease them 100%. so i i got the comment a lot that i talked like i was white and i used words the fact that that's even in our community like you talk like you white like i got that at tsu what does that mean i got that at tsu as well man <laughs> because the thing about it i know i know white people who talk worse than me facts like, country's fuck matter of fact to be when, when they talk i'm like huh excuse me <laughs> repeat that What's or that my vocabulary was too extensive and that they found that to be off-putting because it was as if I was trying to overextend the fact that I I was more educated than they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
to me that like I used <laughs> at the moment it was an issue because I I was very unaccustomed to not being liked. Ooh, ditto. To be honest, like it was so, very yeah. like shocking. Like these people don't like me the for that fuck? reason. For for the stupid. Or no, reason. it doesn't even. It didn't even really matter why not. Like why they didn't like me. Yeah. The sheer fact that a large group of people just did not like me was baffling to me for a while. And then I found my clique and they were white. And we kind of just stuck together. How many of y'all in the clique? Oh, it was a big clique. I mean, I had a big clique. That's why I was curious. And myself. I was like one of three black kids in that clique. It was like 30 of us. So I okay large smaller clique smaller town um <laughs> but we were very diverse like we oh, had, we weren't diverse we had more black than we did in white in, our, in my clique that and the reason why i felt like in itself it was unique because i had the we had asian and we had two black one was mixed black and white and then we had uh hispanic and then we had two the two white girls um, um, one of them would still have like the Irish background and all these things like to, in full detail like she can give you her tree but it was one of the things for me I felt like the reason why Oak Ridge in itself like to this day will sit as like a melting pot because it is like where a lot of like random people kind of reside in itself because they came there for a purpose oh yeah no in middle school I danced too mm -hmm. so like I was like one of four gir black girls on the dance team that's why um, I didn't like dance, my actually. clique was very white and I was okay with it I, yeah I, I was okay I with being like the only black girl in that clique I, I I accepted it I don't think I ever got okay with it I don't know. I was definitely okay with it. And then when I got to high school, I learned how to develop real, like friendships with black children that weren't like from church. Mm -hmm. But like through my primary schooling, I just, like I wasn't a big, I'm hanging out with people from school on the weekend type person anyway. Mm -hmm. So like I always was with my church friends on the weekend. So it wasn't, it was a relief, right? I only had one. Oh, what church friend? Gang, gang. We were <laughs> squatted up. We were. She was the other black girl in the crew. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's. I think ultimately that's what makes me different is that I had such a unique experience, and that translated to going to TSU, and especially my freshman year, or overall me never living on campus, and but particularly freshman year not really participating in like student activity or like campus Camp lifestyle yeah. like i would literally like go home to use the bathroom which is ridiculous but i don't like public bathrooms so, but guess what you're part of public so you are who, like who are you to think that you're better in the public Ooh, not just you're better than right like, I don't like using public it. bathrooms. Did you did you did you think that you were like above that or or what? Like what what was your rationale behind that thinking? To this day, I she don't like it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I <did>. <laughs> she <laughs> don't do public bathrooms. Oh my bad. Go go to the goddamn private restroom. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, if there would have been one of them. I would have done that. But like, but like the fact that you went home to use the restroom says a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But like, but like, okay. but like, what if, but like, what if that option wasn't there? Would bladder. You, would you just pee on yourself, or would you use a public restroom? Bladder or e. Um. So in high school, I would go all day without using the bathroom. Oh, what? All right. Thank y'all for joining. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> work concerned for our friend. Right. Her bladder to this day. Now I'm even more concerned. But nah. Um. But just just what y'all said. Um. I was uh, away, but I like I I grew up with a diverse set of friends. I had Asian friends. I had Indian friends. I had Hispanic friends. Shout mm-hmm. out my boy uh, Raymundo. Okay, Raymundo. Favorite favorite Hispanic friend, man. Um. <laughs> um. Not that he had a favorite. He like, did. Yeah, was, that's what I was like. <laughs> yeah, shout out to my boy Michael Tran. He was um he Asian. Like I'm telling you, like I matter of fact, my boy Noel, he was Cambodian. And we was cool because like we all lived in the same area. Mm. Which which kind of further um Oh yeah, I, I explains the point of like I the didn't social know my neighbors. The social economic piece. Bro, if we all live in the same area, it's like yo. We all here. That's why oh, no. I, was I wasn't allowed to leave the backyard. <laughs> yeah. I, two doors down was a Hispanic family. Crazy enough, my street that I live on has only had one black family and one Hispanic family my whole existence of living. Are you all the black family? We are the black family. And before that was my cousins. And then the Hispanic family two doors down has always been only in that two doors down situation. But see, but see, I was so I was accustomed really to. Weird. Like we literally, it's crazy because looking back in Clayton County, Georgia, we had the like a diverse set of neighbors. Like mm-hmm. my homegirl Melissa, she lives in Vancouver now, but she's um she she she's Asian. My my boy Brandon lived like two blocks down. He's black. My boy Damien, he's mixed, but like his folks was white, but they live all in the same neighborhood. So it's like. It was an influx of like different uh, ethnicities, and I got a taste of all that. Like I really had friends of all the spectrum. Felt and um, I guess that what that's that's what molded me to the person who I am because literally I've I've had close friends with different ethnicities to where I don't stereotype them. I'm like, yo, no, I, I know them. Mm-hmm. Like, I know these people like right. I know so I don't honestly even coming here to, to Tennessee the fact that uh, at gas stations it's like Americans that was weird to me because in Atlanta it's normally like Middle Eastern people guaranteed who yeah. like do the gas station like no matter where you're going like Metro Atlanta Middle Easterns when I got here I'm like damn is this a white woman like what like it was it was it was weird to me but um i'm just glad that i was exposed to different uh cultures and ethnicities as a kid and even with the police Mm. we had so y'all so y'all y'all remember dare Mm -hmm. drug uh awareness officer staffney (laughs) but yeah whatever but like we had dare yep in our school oh we did we not did. i so we did, did up not. to the point i actually got there um so, and but the st- the officer who was over it still was on our campus officer yeah. 
So like we, so I, I like lived in an apartment complex in in elementary school, and these officers literally came to our complex and like we just talked to them, like we were kicking it with them. So with the whole, especially in twenty twenty, the civil unrest, the police, and blah blah blah. Excuse me. Sheesh. Um, I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, damn. I remember the police being cool. Like, they will literally talk to, like, kids. Like, us black kids, Asian kids, Hispanic kids, Indian kids. Like, they will just talk to us. And we, like, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't see them as threats. We just saw them as, like, okay, cool. Matter of fact, I actually want to be a cop when I, when I grew up. I want to be a cop. I want to be what a age? fireman. What age was that? It was, like, maybe 8, 10, you know. But um, I got that exposure because I had white teachers. I had black teachers. Matter of fact, I saw this tweet. It was like, name name your first black male teacher and, and when it happened. And people were like, oh, well, I never had that. Or it was a little senior year. Shit, I had my first black teacher in, in, in like elementary school. Oh, yeah. My kindergarten teacher, she looped with us. Miss Thomas went from kindergarten well, to first grade. black male. Right. Well, no, I'm well, saying black, black in general, well, but like black, that's what black, black and also black male. Like even my then, first black male teacher was freshman year at Tennessee State University. So like my professor middle X. school. So so I Mr. had a black, I had a black male teacher in like middle school. Yeah, same. So like I was like he was also at the boys like girls club. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, that was a thing. That was where, not a regular thing in my life. Yeah. So I mean, but granted, I was from Atlanta, where it's like correct. A lot of black people in those type of positions so i yeah um, the small town living that i did it was the black folks wanted to make a difference type of shit so mm-hmm. i knew of aka's only in volunteering situations because those are most times who was volunteering a lot of things that were going around the small town but most of their husbands are of other greeks too and that was what got me introduced to the divine nine as as a whole was the black community that i grew up in yeah. Um but yeah, yeah, it, it just really depend on um you know, just your upbringing and all that, but I'm 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 thankful for the exposure that I got. And yeah, I mean even just in my career too, like I can relate to people, so like it's just it's just valuable. Um I guess we'll end on what a young adult should know. Is um, utilize utilize credit to your advantage. Um, I, I said this many times before, but if you don't have a credit card at your big age, <laughs> <laughs> you should get one. Like like right now. I'm being um, using your debit card, it doesn't get you any points. Not building your credit. And honestly, so, all right, so here's how you got to look at it. I would rather work from zero up versus whatever you got down because you have options. You know what I mean? And if you're going to spend money, I mean, at least get something back for what you're going to spend your money on anyway. And unfortunately our ancestors our parents have taught us that credit is not a good thing not everybody 
But most people. Well, I would just say some people because it is a case by case situation. I'm some. I'm and, some. I'm that and okay. you know, you have you have people whose parents who may have gotten trouble with credit, right? So they will say, "Do not do that," and then they won't really even explain why. <laughs> they just say, "Just don't do it." And of course, as you know, their offspring, we don't really question them, so we just do it, right? Correct. So. Some people take their parents' lessons and they stick to it. But some are open to, you know, reason. Some some people are, you know what? Tell me why I should do this. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I explain to them. But um, we live in America, people. Like, America runs on credit. Credit actually spawns back to, like, even the early days. Like, even... Like the Roman Empire, the Greek days, whatever. Like people did not have money, so they borrowed money. Like that's that's just how things go. You know what I mean? Um, so I would not steer you in the wrong direction. And and mind you too, like my advice is just my advice. So like I mean, you can take it or take it or leave it. But. When it comes to utilizing credit for your advantage, um, I would say in general, you know, just kind of know what you're working with, know what kind of cards you got, um, know what kind of benefits it will yield you, and then you just have to really reflect on what you're spending compared to what you could be spending on that while still paying it off. Because what I always recommend is, you know, you can do the same thing. Just a different way. And you just got to be open to it. And I get it. It's it's a whole new concept. And I get it. Your, your parents say credit is a bad thing. But it's on you to listen. To see if it'll benefit you. So. If you have any questions. You know. You know how to reach me. We can talk individually. Because right now. This is general advice. And everyone's financial situation is different. So what I'm saying is not the norm for everyone listening. So um, those who know, know. Those who don't, hit me Should up. Should find out. Hit me up. But that's all I got for the What a Young Adult Should Know. Do y'all, do y'all have any questions about that as young adults? Do y'all utilize credit to your advantage? Yes. So right now I am building my credit by utilizing a secure credit card. Oh. Um, I am right now in a rebuild stage. So right now I'm also being aware of, like you said, those percentages and certain things that are going to benefit me. So my next card I'm going into, I'm looking at more of the points. And um, like I applied for a hotel one, I think, most recently, um, where I, because I know right now I'm traveling a lot as AAU coach. I'm trying to benefit every stay to make sure it's beneficial for me um but that is definitely a thing right now i know credit card wise i want to make sure it's benefiting me at the end of the day and it's not going to be hurting me um yeah. and that's what i was saying like I'm, like i was on the fortunate side of things like having the parent who put me as authorized user and i'm still authorized user almost like 20, 20 years in <laughs> as authorized user at this point um 
but I had to educate my dad and letting him know the fact that like taking me off is going to hurt me more than help me. And he was trying to let quote unquote, like uh, clipping our wings and letting us fly. But no, sir, you put us authorized user and that's benefited us for a very long time. Like all my siblings, not all my siblings, but me and my brother, I know for sure have been on it long term to make sure our credit can build. And those were things that like, as, as the child, I definitely appreciate them teaching me that authorized being authorized user could benefit me. So like they, when they got their timeshare, that was one of those things that went under that, but it was a large swipe on that credit card, but they paid it off. Mm-hmm. It helped my credit. It didn't hurt it. It hurt it in time of that first swipe because it didn't benefit me. But when that was paid off, it was something that was helpful. So things like that, that long-term, I appreciate the fact that I was educated on what it could do for me. And yeah. And also knowing the fact that it could hurt me too. Rana, what was your experience with, um, or like, what's your experience with um, credit and income? Well, actually, credit and your parents, rather. Like, have you been taught that, or like, like, what's your what's your what's your view on credit? Yeah. So, um, a part of my money story is that my mother obviously was a single parent, and growing up, um, the word credit I don't want to say it was taboo in the household, but it was very anti. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a when you grow up you don't want to get a bunch of credit cards run them up and not be able to pay them back and it was never spoken of in a positive light Mm. or in a way where it could help you move forward financially um so unfortunately growing up i didn't see it that way it wasn't until i like i was an adult adult that i can see the advantages of using credit um i just haven't transitioned into doing so at this big age yes this is me saying that garrison's talking about me but it's okay we gonna get there because apparently garrison's not gonna let me live life any other way yeah so so, okay so just from what you said so credit was deterred in your household yes very much so i I mean even in my household it was something that was told like oh you don't know you don't need to go out here and get Right, right. It was right. definitely something that was like, oh, if you do, this is going to be something that's going to be lingering over your head type situation. Right, which 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 sucks because oftentimes we deal with the recipients of um, a negative credit situation mm-hmm. to where they only tell you the bad side and don't tell you the good side because truth be told. The good side of credit is great. You know what I mean? Like, I got offered a mail. Uh, shout out to Jeremiah. He was here earlier. And he had the same offer. But, you know, I got like a Chase credit card offer. And, um, you know, basically if you do a certain, you know, criteria within the first few months, then you get a bunch of points. Mm-hmm. And... You know, <laughs> just going back to what I said, like you, because people have to realize what they spend anyway. Like, imagine if you spend a thousand dollars a month in debit card purchases, right? That ain't that ain't benefiting you at all. Mm-hmm. Compared to when this intro offer, if you spend four grand in three months, then you, know, you get a hundred thousand points, which can equate to like twelve fifty in travel credit. So you gotta like. 
just kind of step back and re reevaluate what you're really spending and just having people in your corner to tell you the benefits of utilizing credit versus not and I'm just here to say that there are more perks to using it versus not using it. And oh, no, I completely agree now that I'm older and understand things better. But what I will say is I'm very thankful for the for the fear because it taught me how to manage my money better than I think I would have been able to if I had access to being able to use credit younger. Well, yeah. Um, I would never recommend... Like credit, if like you're younger and may not have like stable income, but when it comes to, once again, we are we are young adults and um, like the mid twenties to early thirties, we we start to hit our stride. So this is kind of the ideal time to take advantage. So that of course when like whenever you do get older, get married, and and when you make those big purchases such as a home vehicle. Then you were prepared. Correct. You know, and, and, and like you have established credit, right? So the thing about credit, though, it's not an overnight thing. So even if you do start late, you're kind of behind the eight ball because, yeah, you can have six months of good credit. But if you're 33 years old and only have six months of like reportable credit, then you're behind the curve you are behind and like you won't be able to do things that you want to do and you will have to essentially have a co-signer so so you know it's just a lot of stuff but um you know it is what it is co-signer when i got my car but i will just say just um to like challenge those listening if you if you have heard of um you know your 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 parents or whomever to speak about it you know in a negative light i would just say just kind of talk to someone who has had successful credit experience and just kind of hear them out and then just kind of go from there oh no i can definitely second that um you don't want to wait until you know your window of availability um are to make it easier on your long term you don't want to wait you know till you discover it on your own definitely take your parents advice but like also speak to other adults that have lived a different experience yeah because your 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 parents only see it one way they only have their perspective right and and i've I've said this many times but you don't ever hear people with good credit say don't use credit Mm -hmm. ever like you don't ever hear that, and um, just me personally, I've, I've I've been fortunate enough to like leverage credit in in the like situation, and I was able to do what I need to do, and you know just have options in this adult world. Because would you rather live life where you have options or? Where you had to literally pay for everything. Imagine if you would need a car that was thirty thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine if y'all your car broke down, and it's a car you see, and you needed thirty thousand dollars, right? Would you rather have to pay thirty thousand or nothing, 
because your credit shot or whatever, would you rather you have to pay thirty thousand or would you rather be like, you know what, Deanna, you got like a seven fifty credit score. We can we can um finance this amount over a certain amount of time and you owe us two hundred dollars a month. Like which which would you rather have? Mm-hmm. And I think people would choose the the latter because it would suck if you had to literally had to pay for everything every time in this adult world because that's 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 not that's that's not how it works. Hell, even even with a house, imagine if you had a house or you found a house that was worth four hundred thousand dollars. Would you right. want to pay four hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> <laughs> Would you would you, would you want to pay four hundred thousand dollars and and this is based off today's mm. you know um what do you call it um economy nope economy um inflation there we go <laughs> that is today <laughs> would you would you rather pay four hundred thousand dollars at one time or would you rather have a mortgage which you pay it over time and like a lot of people it's funny because they they be killing me they be like oh I don't I don't believe in credit but they got a mortgage. I'm like, nigga, you believe in credit. So it's hard to run away from it. Yeah. I mean, especially in in this society. And credit, credit is is buy now, pay later. Essentially. But, uh, but like a lot of people don't have that option. Right. Like a lot of people have to pay now or you don't get this shit. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that, that, that's all I got. Um, also say just being open to financial literacy as a whole because there's so much more to learn other than just the credit in itself because everybody has a different situation because right now just because you may have might might not have the student loans you may are dealing with car loan situation that is extending longer than it should have it's just educating yourself on how to get out of it as well and doesn't have to last as long as you just are willing to be a part of it yeah and i'll also say don't ever invest in a car please don't please don't like you don't you don't you don't want to be in over your head just to drive a fucking car correct i yeah cars immediately appreciate as soon as you get them off of the lot depreciate oh yeah i meant depreciate sorry like literally like except for jeeps don't think they're expensive regardless if it if it costs you like imagine you got a six dollar car note and then your, your insurance is two hundred dollars. It costs you eight hundred dollars. It literally costs you eight eight hundred dollars to drive. Like, Living out car, fix right. <laughs> but we're not talking about gas. Which gas is premium. Cheap. If you paying that price for that, you paying premium. Come on, stop playing. Exactly. And that means you paying eighty in the tank at this point. Plus, yeah, exactly. I no longer am dealing with these problems, and I appreciate dang it. But um, but yeah. That's all we got. Um, we got the grill. We made the chicken, so we'll be back. Probably not totally judging to like see the results, but if Runner got some chicken and some mac and cheese, I'm about to throw the chicken on the grill. But um, yeah, Sunday fun day. So um, until next time, we out. Bye. Bye. Peace. They'd rather give me the n- nigga please award But I'll just take that I got a lot of cheese award oh, 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 Here we go again